last time on the Skip and Josh podcast. And his answer was so dumb. He made everybody feel stupid. He's like, raise your hand if you think, uh, who, who here thinks that that was a bad move? And I don't know. I, I would have raised my hand. You know? Yeah, he said, he said, is that an actual question? Yeah, he's so arrogant. I know. Like you said yeah. once, if you look up dinosaur in the dictionary, there's a picture of him. You're listening to the Skip and Josh podcast with Skip Sherman and Josh Obadia. Okay, Skip, so today's a special occasion because we're actually in the same city. We're actually in the same room. And when we do episodes, when we're actually together, we do somewhat different episodes. We don't necessarily count down our favorite this or our least favorite that. We do some different kinds of episodes. So today is going to be one of those different kinds of episodes where we talk about apartment stories. And I'm going to let you explain <laughs> what that means. I just really like the title, Apartment Stories. Right. Well, you know, we, we, we solicited um, the listeners many times asking for like, hey, do you have a topic we should do? And we've done a few of them. Um, and actually, it was my daughter that said, why don't you do an episode about when, when you and Josh live together in your apartment? Now, By the way, all the listeners are probably shocked because we've never mentioned, I don't think, that we lived together in the past. We mentioned it like here and there, but we never like dove into it or really like talked about it in detail, right? It was only for three years, right? Like I think two. Only two? I thought it was three. Me, oh, there you go. It was maybe. I don't know. So anyway. it was it was 95, 96, 97. Yeah. yeah. Those are the years. Yeah. Just to let people know, we had an apartment in Montreal and, and they were great years. Yeah, yeah. First of all, I was thinking about it today because knowing that we're going to talk about this, our apartment was great. It was a great that, apartment. That was a great apartment. And it was a great location too. Yeah. Because we had a few friends that lived not too far from there. Yeah. So you never knew who was going to pop in at any given moment. Yeah. It was kind of like a, a cross between Seinfeld and Friends. Yeah. It was. It and was, it was around the same time. It was. Uh, I mean, it was really a great, great apartment. And like, so my daughter Selena has heard a lot of these stories. Like, and we're going to tell two really good stories today. And we have three others that we, we were going to tell, but they're really small. We'll just kind of, we'll, we'll mention them, you know? We should tell the good ones first. You think so? Yeah. Because <laughs> if it goes too long, then we might not get to the others. <laughs> okay, well, let's do that. So, so, like I said, we have two really good stories and three other kind of happenings, you know, things that happened. Um, I think not, those don't necessarily have to do with our apartment per se, but just like about guys in their 20s living on their own and right. the, and the weird stuff that you get into. Things that happened in our apartment. Yeah. Events that took place yeah. in, our, in our apartment. So my family has heard these stories over the years. And like they were like, why don't you talk about this stuff? Because these two that we're going to tell are really like, they're pretty special. I mean, we think they're great stories, but I don't know what other people are going to well, think. Well, I know. Because, I've, I've, because, you know, if you're just hearing it and you weren't actually there, it's yeah. not as good as being there. Yeah. So, so let's go back to like the mid nineties, Josh. So I, I, I had a girlfriend all during that time. And she's your wife and now. And she's my wife now. What a coincidence. And, and you were single during that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just remember like one night, like you, you went out, you're like, I'm just going across the street to Provisoire. Mm-hmm. Now for people that don't know what Provisoire is, it's like um, 7-Eleven. Exactly. It's a convenience it's, store. It's a Quebec 7-Eleven basically. Yeah. So you're like, I'm just going across the street to Provisoire. I'm going to get a couple things. And I'll be back in a few minutes. So then you, you came back, like, not that long. <laughs> and then you come in the apartment and you're like, so I met this girl. She works at Provisoire. <laughs> but it was the weirdest thing because, like, 
I'd never seen her before. In fact, I don't think I ever went to Provisoire before that or after that because it wasn't like a place I frequented. It's so true. And I mean, I don't. It's, it's a long time ago, so I don't remember all the details. But I do remember that this girl who I've never met who was working there was so friendly and so nice to me. In fact, at one point, she had something, I think, in her back pocket. And she asked me if I could take it out of her back pocket because her hands were full. Whoa. Which I... I you know, it was like a, it was like a can of Diet Coke or something so or other. She was coming on to you right from the start. Either that, or she just wanted someone to take the Coke out of her. I just remember pocket. that you came home and you're like, "I met this girl. I got her number." And I'm like, "Okay." And then, now, now, like, you jump in if you want to tell any part of the story. Like, if I'm telling it wrong. So then, I thought that was weird, but you're like, "No, she's really cute, and I think she's really attractive." I'm like. You kind of, I'm like, okay, let's, whatever, Josh, you can do whatever he wants. I don't care. So then it was like a few days later, you went on a date with her. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it was a few days or a week later, but yeah. yes, we went on a date. So, so I, I, yeah, I don't even remember where we went. I don't remember what we did. I don't remember anything. I just remember like you came back to the apartment. Yes. And I was there. Yes. Well, you lived and, there. And well, I could have been out or whatever, <laughs> but like I was there and it wasn't such a regular thing that like I would be there and you would bring a girl. Uh, yeah, that right? did, it didn't happen. So, very often. like, I kind of like I didn't know like what to do, <laughs> you know. So, she, so then uh, I I said hello to her. We hung out for a little while, like all together, like. And then I'm like, then I said good night, and and I went to bed. Now I don't know what happened. If anything happened, I don't even know if we you watched remember. TV. Her and I yeah. watched TV. So so that was like phase one. Now people are asking where is this story going? Okay, <laughs> so that was a Tuesday or a Wednesday. I'm pretty sure. Okay, right? if you like that, then your memory's well, better it than was mine. Well, it was earlier in the week. Okay. Uh, yeah, sure. Now, at the time, um, I had a day job. I was working at UPS in the call center. Mm-hmm. And it was Friday. And I was like about to leave work, probably like in half an hour, an hour. My shift was over. And uh, you called me. I don't know if it was the same week or a week later that this happened. Possible. I don't think it was the same Very week. possible. You called me and you're like, skip Come home right away. Our apartment was robbed. Well, before that, like I couldn't even get into our own apartment. Right. Because, you know, normally when no one is home, like whoever's the first to come home, unlocks the door and walks in. Yeah. But there's a latch on the inside and the latch was on. The latch could only be put on if someone was in the apartment. Right. Right. And so when I saw that the latch was on, I'm like, is Skip home before me? I had never even heard of this part. Well, how, that's how I knew we were robbed. Because they broke in from the garage door, like the right. side there's, door. Right, there's a side door. It's a very weird building. Like, yeah. p- apartments don't have this anymore. This is a very old building. Yeah. There was another door that led only to the garage. Right. And we never, ever used that door. No. It was always locked. We yeah. never went in through it or out through it. So, like, whatever. It was always locked. So I couldn't get into our apartment because the latch was on. So I'm like, I yelled out your name. Hey, Skip, can you let me in? Yeah. But no one answered because you weren't there. So how did you get in? I I think I you could you I could peek in like I was able to see, and I saw that the other door was busted was open. Yeah. Like so, I, when I saw that, I think I went down to the garage, then went back upstairs, and then I went into the apartment, and, and, and that's how I figured it out. Yeah. That door was like busted open. Basically, what happened is guys came in through the garage, which easily they can do. They just slip in somehow when someone's open the garage or closing the garage door. They came up the stairs and then they broke the door down. Well, I mean, the door had, I think, a double lock. It was a door. Hu- and it was so, a huge, so heavy it door. It wasn't like uh, so easy to... But I remember after the fact, 
talking to like a neighbor. And they're like, yeah, I heard some crazy banging in your apartment. I'm like, yeah, thanks. You didn't think to call anybody in the middle of the day? Like, like what the hell? So, so anyways, I get, I get this call from work. I rush home. The apartment's broken into. They stole our TV. It's the TV? No, the TV I, wasn't they, stolen. They tore the VCR. The VCR. And the remote control for the VCR and the remote control for the <laughs> for television. For the TV. That was a pain in so, the ass. Yes, it was. So the You know VCR, how expensive it is to order just a remote control? Exactly. Like, they stole like the computer printer. Not yes, the computer. Only the light things. Yeah, they stole like a jacket, some clothing. But they like, took a bunch of CDs. That was the main thing. All the CDs, right? Like tons of CDs they took. So like we came, I came home. I was like, "What the hell?" Like you know, you've been robbed. It's like you're violated. It was really traumatic. It's and the first time I was trying to figure out all the things that they took. Right. Like what's missing, and eventually we figured all figured it. All I mean, out. everything worked out. We had insurance, and and then you had a field day at HMV. I had a shopping spree at HMV to it was like your some, dream come true it was, it was actually shopping for those CDs after everything was settled was like one of the greatest days ever <laughs> but, I think you even told me I've always dreamt of this day <laughs> but then what happened was we got broken into and then you were working at the Saint Laurent Arena an ice arena hockey arena that was just a part time job know, on weekends but you used to work overnight mm-hmm. so you used to only go to work at like 10 or 11 o'clock mm-hmm. so you had to go to work that night did I? Okay, I don't remember. And you had to go to work that night, and you were like, the wheels were turning in your head. Like, only Josh could think of weird stuff. Only you could conceive of these weird situations. And you're like... Well, what I said to you was, is it a coincidence that this girl was in our apartment a week ago, Yeah. and then we get robbed? Right. Because she was in the apartment, so she saw our stuff. Right. She knew where we lived, right. and she knew when we wouldn't be home. And she actually lived in the neighborhood. Yeah. So I'm not suggesting that she did it, but maybe she told somebody, right. hey, you should go target this apartment. So I had my whole thing in my head. This is their, this is their little scheme, right? She meets guys that live in the neighborhood. She works at Provisoire. She put, you know, she, she's, very, she's very attractive, right? And she like, oh yeah, she gets to know them. She gets into their apartment. She sees what kind of cool stuff they have. And then her buddies come and break in and steal your stuff. So I was like, this could actually, this is not so far-fetched. By the way, like we had nothing valuable. No, I know. We were 20-something guys. What, 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 what? <laughs> like we had no jewelry. No. We had no art. We had nothing valuable. The most valuable thing was the TV. They didn't take it. Because it's too heavy. Right. So, so then, then you told me, okay, I'm going to work at the arena. This is before cell phones. If you want to... I, I think, did I... Did I maybe... No, be, you know what? I didn't have a cell phone. No. I def- some people I, had. I did not have one. No, no, neither did I. But like some fancy people had cell phones by this time, right? And, and you told me, okay, I'm going to work. If she calls, do not tell her we were robbed. This is what you told me. Do not tell her what happened. Just take a message. And tell her I'm working at the arena. And, and like, tell her to call me at the arena and give her the number in case she... What, I think she had it anyways. So, so I'm like, okay. And then what happens is she did call. And then I was like, no, Josh is working tonight. And I felt, like, super weird because it's like, this big thing happened to us. And, like, I can't say anything. So then she called you at the arena. I don't know if you remember. I don't remember. Okay, but she called you at the arena. And then I was dying. I, I knew she was calling, like... As soon as I hung up, I'm like, okay, she's calling Josh now. <laughs> so now I'm dying for you to call me, right? I'm dying for you to call me. So then probably like 15, 20 minutes, half an hour goes by. Probably felt like four hours. You finally call, you call me back and then you're like, it wasn't her. 
<laughs> you ruled her out as a suspect. <laughs> you got your PI license, your detective uh, credentials going, and you like, no, it wasn't her. I'm like, well, how do you know? And you're like, well, I told her. I, I, I just said, like, how was your day? Like, I, you started the conversation, like, as if nothing happened. Mm-hmm. And then when she didn't kind of seem weird, you're like, oh, I got to tell you something. We got robbed today. Like, you told her. And then she genu- you felt like she was genuinely... But really, I have no evidence one way or the other. None. So like the, when I first suspected her, I don't know why I did. And when I ruled her out, I don't know why I did. Right. So then the funniest thing is, is that she lived with her parents. Yes. And it was right around the corner from where our apartment was. Yes. To this day, if I drive by that house, I'll say, hey, there's so-and-so's house. Let's go pick up our VCR. Exactly. Yes. Every single time I've driven yeah. by that house, I'm like, hey. Let's go ring the doorbell, pick up our VCR. Our VCR is in that house. <laughs> who, who has a VCR anymore? I actually still have a VCR. You're one of the few. Yeah. The few, the proud. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know anyone else who has a VCR other than me. I mean, there must be people, but uh, it's few and far between, right? Yeah. Even people don't even have DVD players. I have one of those too. There you go. <laughs> All right. So that's story number one. That was, that was a good story, but the second one is, I think, better. So the second story is... I think the second one's a better story. It's a doozy. This is one that I've told to so many people. It comes up in conversations. Anytime with a group, this story comes up. I have to tell the beginning because the beginning happened to me. We both had cars and we both parked in the garage. We had our own parking spots. Mm -hmm. So one day I come home and I had in that car um, one of those 10 disc CD changers in the trunk. Right. But you can control it from the driver's seat, of course, with a remote control. And I had to always tune the radio, I think, to 88.7 or 88.3. Yeah, like a a number at the really far end of the dial. where there's no actual radio station. And when you were on 88.7, you had your CD player Right, and when the CD CD was playing, you could hear the CD. But when you stopped playing the CD, either you'd hear a little bit of static or you wouldn't hear anything at all. Right. So I come home, I turn off the CD... And the radio is still on that station. And normally I wouldn't hear anything or hear a little static. Mm-hmm. But I was able to hear a conversation between two people. I was able to hear a, con- a clear conversation between two people, one of whom lived in the building. You recognized her voice right away? or I, I think I recognized her voice. Right. And I'm like, how is this happening? How am I hearing a phone conversation? Right. This is the era of cordless phones, Right. Right. I mean, yes. this is why, but I mean, it's still, still kind of crazy, right? Right, because how many times have I parked my car? How long did you stay in your car and listen? I, I, I mean, probably less than five minutes. Right. Because I couldn't wait to go upstairs to tell you to come down to my car. Yeah. So here I am. I'm minding my own business. It's like Saturday evening. I think it was a weekday, but okay. Okay, no, maybe. Maybe you're right. It's like I'm just minding my own business in my apartment. Josh storms in he's like skip 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 drop what you're doing come down to the garage right away i'm like holy and you didn't want to tell me you didn't want to tell me <laughs> well, anything i didn't know first of all what if they hung up right then when we got down to the car there you'd hear nothing and you'd think i was nuts so we go back down to the garage i get in your car you turn on the the radio and we hear this phone conversation and i'm like it's two females talking two females and i'm like wait a minute josh this is our neighbor our downstairs neighbor who we, we know and who we've met, right? Right. And and like I'm like, this is bizarre. Like it's crazy. Like we're hearing this phone conversation. And like like two real bad people. 
like really like bad people we just kept listening and we we sat in your car for like a good 15 20 minutes listening to their whole conversation and then at one point i'll never forget this this is like i'll never forget this one girl says to the other listen this is only between you and me <laughs> and it was a very very serious conversation i don't know if you remember they were organizing a dinner party that night and they were going to have an intervention you see I, I knew it was a serious conversation but i don't remember what it was about it was an intervention because one of their friends they suspected of being anorexic okay and they were going to confront her supportively like they were going to intervene to to try to like help this friend of theirs and she's like this is only between you and me and they're talking about like personal stuff and then the light bulb goes off in my head wait just one minute why do we have to be sitting in your car to do this this is my next question what happens if we go upstairs to the apartment and put our radio or stereo on that same station? Yeah, that's exactly because, what we did. Because stereos at that time, you can tune it exactly to the right, you know, 88.3 yeah. or 88.5. And you remember my stereo had that separate like FM antenna that you had to attach with little screws. It was like yes, a wire. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I had right? one of those, I think, too. So, so we'd go upstairs, back to the apartment, go in my room, turn on my radio, 88.7. There it is. The conversation continued. Clear as a bell. Clear as a bell. It's continuing, going on and on. The same thing. And I was like, this is just madness, right? And then the, the, the beauty of the whole thing we is... We couldn't record it, unfortunately. Or maybe we, we could have. If I put, put a cassette in there, <laughs> could have recorded. That would have, been, that would have been really bad. We didn't do that. But, but the thing is, the first time that we ever met our neighbor, like the year before, six months before, you came home. You're like, hey, I met our neighbor. And I'm like, what is she like? And you said, she's cute, like a duck. <laughs> Which I don't know why you said that or whatever. It was just something ducks that you are said, cute. right? So then we named the the new radio station that we found K Duck. That's right. <laughs> we listened to K Duck. I forgot about that. <laughs> so we listened that that pretty much for off and on that night, and and I we would go back in my room. Is it still working? And we turned on. Then we heard her brother on the phone. And then we go back to doing something else. Half an hour later, we come back and we'd hear another conversation, and then it stopped working. We tried the next day. We couldn't get anything. Tried another day. Couldn't get anything. And then, so either she got a new phone. Right. Or maybe she was in a different part of the apartment. Yeah. Or, it, or just the wires didn't get crossed or whatever whatever caused it. So I was like, how do we know they're just not on the phone? So I said, why don't you... I'll go in my room. <laughs> I'll go in my room. I'll turn on the radio on 88.7. You go in your room and you call her. And, and we'll see if I could hear the conversation. And then you're like, well, what am I going to talk about? So this is exactly the date. We know exactly when it is. Because it was, it was right after the ice storm. The famous Montreal ice storm. It's funny because I don't remember this part. It was a week or two after the ice storm. Because I said, you're like, what am I going to talk about? Because we never talked to her. Like, we never called her up. We went to one time. We went to like a party at their apartment, I think. One time. Uh, so then I said, why don't you call her and ask her if she knows when the cable's coming back in the building because we we're going to have a Super Bowl party. And the cable had been off for like over a week because of the ice storm. <laughs> this, is, this is totally a Seinfeld episode. <laughs> so then, so then you, call, you, you, do call, you called her and then it didn't work. And we never, we never got back the K-Duck. It, it never ended. We never found out about the, 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 the intervention with the anorexia. We never found anything. But then the crazy thing was... I could never look her in the eye after. We would see her. I don't think I even saw her that much after that. You know, we found out, we played softball on, 
th those years we were playing softball every summer. Softball was important to us. Mm -hmm. um, we had a guy on our team. She was his ex-girlfriend. Oh, I, okay? I forgot that too. So at one point I found out that this guy on our team, that she was his ex-girlfriend because we mentioned what building we live in or whatever, you know, and, and then she came to one game once. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I do remember And that. I like, I, I still, I couldn't, I couldn't talk to her. I felt like I was so embarrassed, you know, it was like. She doesn't know. No, of course she doesn't know, but I knew. <laughs> I knew, like, like I knew what happened. That that was, I think that's the be best story of, that, of all no, the stories. I think the, that's the best one. That's the best one for sure. I think so. Now the other ones that we have are like, though these are some, the other ones we have are much smaller. They're just little appetizers. They're not nothing compared to these. So, but there's some good ones. Well, I mean, I remember one night. I go ahead. We have to do the furniture. The furniture. That's the furniture. where you want to go. Yeah. So everybody heard about our trip to Las Vegas, right? That we did recently. That's yes. Well, um, I heard about it because I was there. We're still friends with the same group of guys that we went to Las Vegas with. We were friends with then. Mm -hmm. You've heard us talk about Sean. You've heard us talk about Jamie. You've heard us talk about Book. Mm -hmm. Book wasn't there for the furniture incident. I no, he think. wasn't. I think it was Sean and Jamie. Yes. So we we lived on the second floor. Yes. There was no elevator, only stairs. Correct. The building had a very small little lobby, very very tiny. You know. I don't even know how it happened. Do you know, like... The... Yeah, so um, I don't think I was there when this happened because if I was there, it wouldn't have happened. I think you came home after, after the incident. Correct. Yeah. So what happened was uh, Jamie and Sean came over to visit. I wasn't there. And, you know, the listeners don't really know Jamie and Sean very well, but they are practical jokers and they don't really think about consequences when they do things. They just do them. For example, they play golf quite a bit, oh, yeah. and they've been known to topple golf carts. They flipped our golf, golf cart more than once. Yes, it's happened. They got hurt once. Yes, it's yeah. happened more than once. Yeah. So they don't they just do crazy things, and they don't care, and yeah. they don't, again, they don't think ahead. By the way, Sean is a uh, um, emergency, uh, <laughs> pediatric, pediatric emergency um, physician. In the right, and, big, Jamie, big, and Jamie's a physiotherapist. Yeah, they're well, well upstanding members of the community, but now, we know them. <laughs> we know the real right <laughs> yeah so so i come home and actually i don't i guess i didn't notice it when i was coming up the stairs there used to be uh you know chairs in the lobby yeah like big sofa chairs right like like one person sofa chairs heavy leather chairs yeah i think there were two or four i'm not sure i don't know anyway so i guess i didn't notice it i was as i was coming up because when i opened the door to our apartment those chairs that were normally in the lobby were now in our apartment. <laughs> so I don't know how they got there, but then I saw, I guess Jamie and Sean were still there when I arrived, yeah, right? they were. So I figured out, oh, you guys brought these chairs up here. And I was very, very, very upset. I was having a heart attack when I, you were I doing it. I don't, I don't think you were as upset as I was. I, but, but I was very upset because, you know, I was worried that the landlord was going to discover that the chairs were missing and he's going to think that they were stolen and then they're going to trace it back to us because, <laughs> well, they were in our apartment. So then we would get accused of stealing, stealing, the chairs. stealing chairs, which didn't belong to us. Right. Not to mention these things were heavy and like I, I knew I was going to get screwed having to put it back in its place. I have no idea how they got them up. Well, they... they I mean, they're two guys. I right. Guess, they're but... two guys. And so they carried one and then they carried the other one. Yeah. Um, and not only did they bring them up to our apartment... But then they were sitting in the chairs watching TV, like relaxing. Yeah, like nothing happened. Exactly. Which is typical of Jamie and Sean. Well, Sean's always trying to get a rise out of you. So 
Um, so I was not happy about it at all. <laughs> and then I don't know how long it took us to get them back down. To it was where the whole night. But I mean, I, I didn't, I was like, I told them immediately, you got to take these back downstairs, but they didn't listen. And I was the whole night I was pissed off. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> anyway, speaking of Jamie and Sean. Yeah. And I don't think this was the same night because they came over quite often. Right. But at one point, they went into my room. Yeah. And they moved 10 items. I wasn't in the room at the time. They moved 10 items in my room. Like they moved a hat, they moved a pencil, they moved a t-shirt. And when I say moved, like they didn't really... If the t-shirt was flipped over the chair and you could see the front of the t-shirt, they maybe made it so that you could see the back of the t-shirt. Yeah. Like they didn't move it like drastically. Yeah, and the pencil was one inch from where it was before. Right. Yeah. So they... 10 things. And then they said... Okay, now you can go back into your room and you have to identify the 10 things that we moved. Yeah. And I said, okay, fine. And they thought like, first of all, they thought I wasn't going to find all 10. Yeah. Not only did I find all 10, I found them all in about 10 seconds. I know. They, they underestimated your OCD Correct. capacity. So I was able to find all 10 in about 10 seconds and they couldn't believe it. Some people think of OCD as like a weakness, but for you, it's more like a superpower. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> I never considered myself as having superpowers, but I'll take it. No, it's like this really heightened like sense of observation, you know, and your surroundings, everything around you. So the other stuff that happened in the apartment is more of like, uh, it's more about me, I guess, <laughs> like my stupidity. Well, no, one of them is about both of us. Which? The, the, the dishes. The dishes. Well, so we, 220 something guys in our own apartment, we never cleaned up. We didn't do dishes. We, we only did dishes when we ran out of clean dishes. Yeah. And we didn't have a dishwasher. So the sink would pile up and pile up. We, we would rinse them. Yeah. But then we, when we had ran out of dishes and ran out of cutlery, then we did the dishes. I was almost, and it took like at least an hour because there were so many dishes. One time I wanted to go to Ikea to buy new dishes <laughs> just to not clean the others. But you know, like, you know, like when you're, when you're single, like you go to your parents, you bring your laundry, you, yeah. know, you do your laundry at your mom's house. So I used to go to my mom's like once a week bring my laundry bag, you know, and do my laundry. So in this case, what I did is I put all the dishes into a big green garbage bag and I brought them all to my mom's and I washed the dishes in her dishwasher. It was brilliant. <laughs> it, was, it was completely brilliant. It's the height of laziness. Like you can't get more than it that. It is and it isn't though because it took a lot of effort to put all the dishes in the bag. Crazy. And then... I don't even know how we got them back without getting them dirty again. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I just remember our place was disgusting. Some, it, was, it was not clean. No, we would get a cleaning lady once in a while. Oh. And when we would come home, it's like, Skip, we have a new apartment. I, like, <laughs> things are a different color. Like, I can actually see out the window. I remember the first time we had this lady come clean the apartment. And then I called you. I'm like, how does the apartment look? And you're like, it's like we got a new bathroom. <laughs> It's like the toilet was the, the the toilet and the sink are were they this color before? Like it was like it was totally crazy. Yeah, so true. <laughs> good times, good times. So I mean, true. the other only other story that I had written on the thing is really more an indictment on me. But you tell that one, and I have one other story. So you didn't go. I mean, Sean um, and Book, they, like this group of friends, they were into like going to the casino here in Montreal, mm -hmm. and they convinced me to come to the casino. Let's go to the casino, we'll have a good time, whatever, whatever. So we go to the casino like nine o'clock at night ten o'clock at night we head out to the casino maybe we went for dinner first go to the casino and i then, stayed home and you stayed home you weren't interested 
And then, then I figured, you know, they'll be home around midnight or you'll be home around midnight. But it was midnight and you weren't home. I was probably watching Letterman at the time, which ends around 1230. And like we said, before cell phones. So you had no way. Right. Of- so I watched Letterman. You still weren't home. And I had to go to work the next day. So did you. I had to go to work the next day. So I went to bed. And, and then I don't know what happened. Well, you know what happened? Seven o'clock in the morning, I came home. <laughs> Open the door seven o'clock in the morning. You're getting ready to leave for work, and you're like, "What's going on?" I'm like, "My, I can, my, room, I'm like, was, my room was right, right near the front, front door. door." Yeah, I'm like, "Okay, I gotta go." I jumped right into the shower, <laughs> got dressed, and I went to work. And I'll never forget it. I was still working at the call center. I was, I was dead. It was like that was my most miserable day ever at mm-hmm. work. I could not function. I was like, I was like a zombie. I was The Walking Dead. I was 100% The Walking Dead. And I never did that Never did that again. And my Did girl- you at least win money at the casino? No, I lost. <laughs> the, the, my girlfriend at the time, now my wife, she was like, I don't think you should hang out with Sean anymore. <laughs> She's right. She really did not want me to hang out with Sean at all. She thought he was a bad influence. And actually probably was at the time. Um, but, I mean, she loves Sean now. Sean is great. And, you know. <laughs> so, change. a similar thing, but really completely different happened to me yeah it has nothing to do with a casino but at the time i was still finishing my last year of university right and um i had a paper due and you know i think pretty much every university student waits until the day before to write their papers right of course who does their who does their homework in advance nerds so and i certainly wasn't a nerd <laughs> So anyway, there was one night where, like I told you, I've got a paper due tomorrow and you saw me sitting at the computer yeah. and it was really late and you went to bed like midnight or even later. Oh my God, I remember this. And then you you went to bed. I stayed up all night doing this paper. Like you've heard of all-nighters. I've never actually done an all-nighter except for that one night. You woke up the next day to go to work. I was still sitting in the same exact spot where you saw me like six or seven hours earlier. Yeah. Similar story. You weren't there, but it was in the apartment. So people don't know that um, at one point you would be gone for like a month or two at a time because you were working on cruise ships. Mm -hmm. Right? So you were gone during this time. And so I had to place it myself. It was great. But it was the Nagano Olympics Mm -hmm. in Japan. And Team Canada was playing and it was all, we were all worried about like, this was like the first time, like this is the pros, right? NHL players. Gretzky was on the team. This is the year of famously, you know, yes. where Gretzky didn't, they didn't use Gretzky in the shootout. And yeah. it's the Yarmir Jagger, Dominic Kasich, you know, the Czech Republic won and everything. So I don't know, it wasn't the gold medal game, but it was one of the games. Mm-hmm. And the games were on at five o'clock in the morning. That's or when the games were on. Maybe even like three or more something. Like I think it was, it, it was, was not a good time. No, but it was, it was. You had to stay up really late yeah. or wake up really early. It was not a good time. I, I'm pretty sure it was five o'clock in the morning. So Book, our friend, we wanted to watch the games together. So instead of him coming over at five o'clock in the morning, he, he was just going to sleep in our apartment and he was going to sleep over and you weren't there anyway. So, so we're watching the Olympics. It's like midnight. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to bed now and I'm going to set my alarm for five and then I'm going to wake up and I'll wake you and we'll watch the hockey game. So I go to bed. So five o'clock, buzzer sounds. I wake up. I'm all ready for the hockey. I'm ready to go turn the corner to go towards your room to wake him up. But I see the light of the TV's on. Turn the other way. He never went to bed. (laughs) He started watching curling and bobsled or whatever other stuff was on. And he just just kept going. Wow. That's impressive. (laughs) 
I do remember you telling me that story now that you mentioned it again. Yeah, we had some great times there. After oh, I didn't. There's another story we can tell. I mean, if it's too long, you can cut this it's out. It's not, though. Um, you remember that every Wednesday was Party of Five Night. Yeah, and 90210. Well, at one point, they, they merged. Like, okay. Yeah. Because I don't remember watching 90210. But Party of Five, yeah. But we, we would have our friend Suze would come over every Wednesday mm-hmm. and she would pick up Carvelli's uh, Souvlaki for yeah. us. Or we'd go to her house or. I think it was always at ours. Mostly, yeah. I remember um, one time. She lived not far from us. Yeah. I mean, sometimes other people would come. Yeah. But the only staples were me, you, and her. Yeah. And so we'd watch Party of Five. Because this was when people would actually watch shows live. Yeah, of course. Um, and yes, she would pick up food for us. And like Wednesday was our favorite night of the week. Well, Carvelli's was the best. Is it still open? No, it's closed. It got shut down, I think, because of uh, the rats. <laughs> it was really gross. Mice. But the pita. Yes, the PETA. I remember I you, you used to call to order and you used to like, you call the number and normally you're like, I like to make an order and you give the order and you'd, you, you'd call and someone would answer and you'd say, yeah, can I talk to Tony? <laughs> <laughs> well, we would order every week. They, you they, you, you they only wanted us. to talk to like the guy who did our order because he would give us extra PETA. We did get some extra stuff, yes, because they got to know us. Yeah. So we had some perks. The Skip and Josh podcast is available wherever you listen to podcasts. If you listen to the show through Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. To interact with the show, send an email to skipandjawshow at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter and go to Facebook to like the show page. And now for some final thoughts from the guys. So Skip, I don't know if you heard this news item Mm -hmm. about a week ago, but as of June 15th, 2022, Microsoft will no longer support Internet Explorer. I heard that. The 27-year-old application now joins BlackBerry phones, dial-up modems, and Palm Pilots in the dustbin of tech history. And there's another item also recently. I had it in my notes to talk about, and then I never talked about it, so I erased it. I was going to talk about this about a month ago. Apple also is stopping to make the iPod. Oh, I heard that. No more iPod. I mean, it's just the phone or the iPad. Like, who needs an iPod anymore? No, you don't. But I have to admit, like... Before I had an iPhone, like in the early days, I loved my iPod. You know, the first ever iPod, the one that was pretty big? Yeah. Those are the best ones, actually. Yeah. Because they actually held the most amount of music. Yeah. They got smaller and smaller, which was good if you wanted to put it in your pocket. Well, they had that tiny one, right? But they, those didn't hold as much music no, as, no. The, as the original one. The one that I had that I really loved, well, I had, the, I had the Nano, which was like a small version of the one you're talking about with the wheel. Mm-hmm. But I had a smaller version of that. It had a screen on it. Mm-hmm. And then I had another one, which was the color one, the touch. It was like a phone. It was so great. I mean, it, it was a really great piece of technology. I just loved it. But I mean, Internet Explorer. Who the hell uses Internet Explorer? I certainly don't. Well, but if you get a new computer, it doesn't... It comes with it. Well, but, it did. Well, it, I won't anymore. They, now, now, now it comes with Edge. Edge. They want you to use Edge. Yes. But who uses Edge? Well, I, I tell you who uses Edge. People who don't know what about Google Chrome. Retired people who buy a new computer. Who don't it comes know. with Windows and they use what's on it, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, I guess. But, I mean. but getting back to your iPod story and speaking of music, yeah. you know, I've been getting inundated direct messages on Instagram and Twitter. People asking me this burning question that they want me to ask you. Has your household anointed the song of the summer yet? Oh my God, I thought about that today. Well, so people want to know. Is this something, and, and I'm confused about this every summer. Yeah. Is it something that you anoint 
before the summer and you think this will be the song of the summer? Or is it you wait till the summer is over and you say this was the song of the it's summer? It's a little bit of both. It's not one or the other. It kind of just happens, you know? Um, and you like, know, is the whole household involved in this debate and discussion? Is there a vote that happens? Because you're an even number of people in this household. So what happens if there's a tie? Who breaks the tie? Usually my wife will, will tell me. Because you know, I like, think the Supreme Court, they purposely have an odd number of judges. Yes, you're right. So there's not an odd number of people here. So you have a problem. So I don't listen to the radio anymore because I'm really just on satellite radio. So I'm not, I don't know what's going on with any of the top 40 stuff. My daughter obviously is, and she's totally into that. I should ask her what it is. So next episode, I'll tell you what she thinks the song of the summer is. Mm -hmm. I have a feeling it's Harry Styles. Well, I've heard of him, but I don't know the song. No, I don't know the name of the song, but I know his album just came out. I know it's really popular. I know, you know, last week I talked to you about Kate Bush running up that hill, like mm -hmm. her song's now like so popular again. Only Harry Styles had more listens on Spotify right. than than this song. What was so. last summer's song of the summer? I don't remember. Okay. It was. Uh, it was. I think it was Harry Styles. I would have remembered. I that. think it was that song, Watermelon wasn't, Sugar. Wasn't it that song, um, Casey Musgraves or something? Oh, well, that's me. That's my song of the summer, maybe. Mm. But that's not the general public. You know. No, this isn't the general public. This is only your I household. I know, but the song of the summer is something that's like really played a lot on the radio. Mm. Okay. All right, so that concludes episode 254 of the Skip and Josh podcast. Who would have thought we'd ever do 254 episodes? <laughs> right. So in a couple of weeks, we'll come back with... Uh, the next topic. Topic of the week. We know what it is, but... We're not going to divulge it right we're now. We're too scared to reveal stuff ahead of time in case we change our minds. But I will say that this was a suggestion that was sent in by a listener. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say which listener. Perfect. Love it. All right. Uh, I'll talk to you next time. Have a great week.